it's time for the ball, but we have nothing to wear and we need a ride. What are we going to do? Better count on having a fairy godmother and her fairy assistants to help out with transportation and a cool outfit. We're dancing our way to our very own prince because we're talking about Prokofiev's ballet, Cinderella, today on... Classical Sprouts! Welcome to Classical Sprouts, the awesome classical music podcast for kids. I'm Kate Botello. Howdy. And today we are going to talk about a Cinderella story, specifically Prokofiev's ballet, Cinderella. But first, let's start with a Quizlet question. Now, since we're talking about Cinderella today, I'm going to ask you about another version of Cinderella that we have already covered on Classical Sprouts, Rossini's La Cenerentola. Early versions of Cinderella didn't have her lose a glass slipper when she runs away from the ball at midnight, and neither did La Cenerentola. What did Cinderella leave behind at the palace in Rossini's opera La Cenerentola? What item, instead of a glass slipper, did Cinderella leave behind at the palace in Rossini's opera La Cenerentola? We'll give you a hint later in the show, but you may want to listen to that episode if you haven't already to get the inside scoop, and then we'll tell you the answer at the end of the episode. Sergei Prokofiev was a Russian composer, pianist, and conductor who was active during the first half of the 20th century, or the 1900s. He wrote some famous pieces like Romeo and Juliet, and Peter and the Wolf, His ballet, Cinderella, is also one of his most popular compositions. The ballet premiered in Moscow, Russia, in 1945, and it's known for its joyful melodies, beautiful scenery and costumes, and its very funny portrayal of the two stepsisters. Prokofiev's ballet follows the standard Cinderella storyline. A young woman lives with her evil stepmother and her two foolish stepsisters. They're going to a big fancy dance held by the prince, but the stepmother forbids Cinderella from attending. After the others have left for the ball, a fairy godmother arrives to help Cinderella get to the dance, but the magic she bestows upon her only lasts until midnight. After a miraculous night dancing with the prince, the clock strikes midnight and she runs away, leaving one of her glass slippers behind. The prince searches for the owner of the lost slipper and in the end finds Cinderella to be his one true love. But a lot of shenanigans happen before that lovely happy ending, so let's get into it. We first meet Cinderella tidying up alone, but not for long. Her stepsisters interrupt her, making her work much harder, and they tease her and play tricks on her and stuff. But when their mother, Cinderella's stepmother, arrives, oh, they play it off like they've been innocent angels the whole time. But we know, and Cinderella knows, and they know that's not true. Stepmother announces that the stepsisters are going to the prince's ball and brings in beautiful outfits for them to wear. 
They even get a dancing lesson. How lucky. Now they flaunt this in front of Cinderella, but when they leave, Cinderella gets to imagine what it would be like to attend the ball, and she dances around the room, pretending her broom is her handsome prince. Now realizing that she is still in her simple house dress and not at the ball after all, she slumps down, sad that she is still at home. But then, a magical woman and colorful fairies arrive out of nowhere in the middle of the room. It's her fairy godmother here to save the day. Yay, fairy godmother. Each of her fairies is dressed like a different season of the year in beautiful tutus, and they give performances for Cinderella. First up, the spring fairy. Now remember, this ballet premiered in 1945, so sometimes this music's a little bit jazzy. This is perfect for a sprightly, jazzy springtime fairy. Next up is the Summer Fairy, whose music features beautiful melodic lines. Picture a warm summer day as you listen to this music. The next fairy that dances for Cinderella is the Autumn Fairy, with a fiery red and orange tutu. She comes in blazing, just like the leaves on the trees. After all that excitement, it's time for the simple yet lovely dance of the Winter Fairy. What makes this sound like winter to you? Godmother returns, presenting Cinderella in a beautiful gown fit for the prince's ball. She then gives Cinderella her curfew, telling her she must be home by midnight. A golden carriage arrives to take Cinderella to the ball, and off she goes. After the break, we'll head to the prince's ball, go on a wild goose chase for a lost shoe, and we'll give you a hint to our Quizlet question. So if any or all of those things seem exciting, stick around. We'll see you right after the break. During the break, make sure to follow us and rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you always know when a new episode is available and so more sprouts like you can find out about us. Thanks. I'm Keith Brown, and I'm the host of Gameplay. Every week on the show, I celebrate the amazing world of video game music with everything from beloved classics to brand new soundtracks. You can stream episodes at our website, gameplayshow.org. I hope you'll join me for this adventure.
at the beginning of the episode, I asked you what item Cinderella left behind in the Rossini opera version of Cinderella La Cenerentola. It is not a glass slipper. Here's a hint. Early versions of the Cinderella story had her lose a leather sandal or a fur slipper, but this isn't even something you would wear on your foot. It is, though, still something you can wear. Any guesses? Stick around for the end of the show. We'll tell you the answer. Before the break sprouts, we met Cinderella, her goofy and kind of mean stepsisters, the fairy godmother, and all of her seasonal fairies, and we sent Cinderella off to the prince's ball. But what happens next? Let's head to the ball and find out. Well, as we arrive, it seems like the courtiers, or the fancy court people at the prince's palace, are already dancing. They do a bunch of different dances, so let's breeze through them. They do a passepied. A bourrée. And we see the stepsisters make fools of themselves on the dance floor. Guess those dancing lessons didn't work out. But then, a mazurka for the prince's arrival. Ooh, so exciting. Ooh, mazurka. Ooh. At this point, Cinderella hasn't arrived at the ball yet. We're just scoping things out for her before she arrives. But when she does, she makes a grand entrance with this music. And a return of that almost jazzy theme from before. Oh, she's got the fairy magic with her. Now, the prince immediately notices Cinderella, and they dance together. And it's just like she dreamed of, but this time, he is not a broom. There's still a little bit of time before midnight, so Cinderella dances with the prince a little bit more, but the stepsisters, unable to woo the prince, have different dance partners. And Sprouts, these dance partners are quite something. The sisters dance with oranges. Yes, that's right. Oranges. Like fruit.
Oh, stepsisters. And believe it or not, this is not the first time that Prokofiev wrote music about oranges. He wrote a whole opera about oranges. That one's for another time. Oh, and speaking of time... The clock strikes midnight, and Cinderella must leave the ball, and therefore leave the prince after a magical night of dancing. In the flurry, the prince doesn't see where Cinderella's gone off to, but he notices that she's left behind one of her glass slippers on the grand staircase. He holds it, looking out into the night. Next morning, in a grand feat of time and space, <laughs> feet, right? Feet, you get it? Anyway, the prince searches the entire kingdom to find the owner of this glass slipper. His dance partner at the ball, his one true love. Cut to Cinderella's house where she's still dreaming of the night before while her stepsisters continue to dance with their oranges. It's then that the prince arrives at their house with the slipper. The stepsister's feet are too big. The evil stepmother's foot doesn't fit. But then... The prince sees Cinderella. Her foot fits. And they know that they have found each other once again. It's true love. The fairy godmother shows up once again and Cinderella, along with the prince, thank her for all of her help before she disappears. Cinderella and her prince dance together in love, happy to have found the owner of the missing shoe and to have found each other, and what we can only hope is a life lived happily ever after. But wait, we're not done yet. At the beginning of this episode, I asked you, Sprouts, what item the Cinderella character in Rossini's opera La Cenerentola loses when she leaves the prince's palace. I let you know that it is not a glass slipper. It is not a fur slipper or a leather sandal, but it is still something you wear. I'll give you another hint. This is a piece of jewelry that you wear around your wrist. You think you know? The answer is... Desk roll, please. A bracelet. In La Cenerentola, there isn't any magic, and therefore there aren't any magical glass slippers gifted to her by a fairy godmother. She has a beautiful bracelet instead. 
All righty, Sprouts, thank you so much for getting all dressed up with some seasonal fairies, attending the Prince's Ball, dancing with oranges, and finding your lost shoes with me today. We've got some more fun facts about Prokofiev's Cinderella and more on our website at classicalsprouts.org. So be sure to check us out there and follow us on Instagram at Classical Sprouts. We share things there that we don't cover on the podcast, so make sure to check it out. This episode of Classical Sprouts was written and produced by Emily Duncan Wilson with support from Amanda Sewell. Our digital content manager is Casey Brown. I'm Kate Botello. Au revoir. Au revoir. Goodbye. Farewell. Goodbye.